bells rung, and welcome to another edition of the Icon Showdown podcast. Today, we are going to be showdowning two movies from 2006, two mainstream horror films with very different vibes, yet full of gore. They are both. Um, we are going to be pinning Slither versus The Hills Have Eyes, both released in March. Um, so as, as we do on this Icon Showdown podcast, we have criteria that we break it down with. Today with me is the incomparable <laughs> and ultimately the aficionado of horror in Chicago, Chris Pagnozzi. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm great. Uh, thank you for having me. Yes, and I say that because people, check out his podcasts, Monster Pulse, and Set in Horror Set in is horror. coming back for a... For, uh, a reboot, yeah. Right? Let's let's call it like season two. Season two. Here There's we been go. a Here bit of a, a break in between, but I've got some really great guests coming up. Are you? Can you give us a little little juicer? You can't tease us a little um, bit. This first episode I'm going to release is um, with Netflix uh, uh, Black Summer star Sal Velez Jr. Ooh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Very exciting. Um, cool. Well, keep an ear out for that, people. Um, but right now, we are going to determine which is the most iconic mainstream horror film of 2006. We're going to dive right in here with The Hills Have Eyes. And that came out on March 10th of that year. These are both March films. We were talking about finding it interesting. There are kind of like two windows when horrors are mm -hmm. released, one being the spring and obviously one being the fall. Yeah. Are there any notable summer horrors you can ever think of that were released? Uh, the number one of all time, Jaws. Jaws. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I feel like, was Blair Witch too? I Blair Witch may that. have been a little bit later. Was that in August? It could have been an August, September August. film. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, let's talk about the antagonists, plural, in The Hills Have Eyes. Argu arguably, there is one really top dog who I think kind of sets the tone for the rest of them. But what are we dealing with here in terms of antagonists in Hills Have Eyes? Well... The way I like to look at it are two different families. One, maybe one you're familiar with, mm -hmm. a traditional American family, and then there's the mutants. Right. So are you arguing that the actual family itself could be seen as an antagonist? The, I, the normal I, the yeah, normal people? That is one of them. Non-mutants? That is one of them. Why, why would you ever say that? Well, you know, I, I think, again, it's how you view this, this film from which... Um, perspective because if you really look at it the i know you're going to ask me about the big bad but mm -hmm. in theory that's could be the american government oh that's fair that is ultimately what sets it all up right okay um certainly just to, for people who aren't familiar with it we had these mutants created by the government when they were testing nukes do you remember what decade they were doing yeah they that? were testing in the desert between the uh, 1940s and 1960s 1940s to 60s and it's I'm assuming progeny mostly because this is set in 2006, as far as I'm concerned. Correct. So for the most part, these are mutants that had the mutant babies. These are is there any like old boys that went went back. Maybe the big brain guy. Uh, possibly, uh, Father Jupiter. I think Father Jupiter. Uh, I think you know from what you're getting from the the gas station and all the stories is that the, they sort of evolved from a group of miners who refused mm. to leave the area. Right. Um, probably several different families, and then I think it just sort of gets blurred along the Ugh, way but uh, from there yeah i think they they transform what is their motivations because really kind of one of the main plot points here is they steal the baby what are they gonna do with that baby yeah I, before they want to kill it for revenge because doug ultimately starts kicking some ass yeah what are they gonna do with that baby well, before they decided I, to kill it i thought they were gonna eat it they were gonna eat it I, you don't think they want to try and get that gene line back into a little bit of normalcy if that's the case don't you think they would have uh, saved the women Ah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's 
A fair point. Do you think they would have killed um, Emily de Ravine's character, Brenda? No. You think they would have kept her? I think they would have kept her alive. I mean, it was that whole struggle. Okay. And I'm sure we'll get into that yes, a little bit more. Sure. Before we do that, though, okay, ultimately, when we talk about the United States government, their motivation for doing the nuke bombs is mm-hmm. to be a world power, right? To yes. ultimately be able to win in World War II and beyond, right? Yeah, the Manhattan Project stuff. Right. Um, so what would be the motivations if we're going to pin are, – are you kind of associating that American government with our kind of stereotypical nuclear family that's on the road for the anniversary of, of their parents? No, no, not necessarily. Okay. I, I think, you know, they, they if, if you were to sum that family up, I think that they represented the just the American dream. Yeah. Um, moving from – they're actually moving for a new job opportunity, which is, again, the American oh, yeah. dream. True. Um, okay, so let's determine the motivations of our mutants. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk about individuals, but just as a whole, why do they? T- why do they do what torment, they do? I, uh, I think it's it's their way of surviving. And what is their relationship to the gas station attendant? You know, I I actually, I mean, I watched this the other day. I I I'm, I was trying to think of that before we recorded. Like, what was the relationship to the gas attendant? Because he's ultimately an antagonist too, because he's right. the one that sends is, the people to yes, their death. Correct, and maybe it's as simple as that. For they, I think they've got some sort of exchange thing going on here. Okay. Uh, they they provide him with valuables. Ah, that's and, what it is. And then he provides them with. That's right, because Doug comes food. back after finding all these amazing trinkets and look, these are brand new yeah, toys and yeah. such. Phones, so that does make sense, right? But he does have a crisis of conscience at the beginning that ultimately he then doesn't follow through with, right? He's like, I'm not doing this for you guys anymore, and then he then does send this family sadly down that Correct. death path. Yeah. So I was kind of confused by that contradiction. Why set him up is, I mean, just to make him more dynamic, maybe. Yeah, maybe um, he he just really wanted to see the desert. Yeah. So beyond supplies, that's one motivation. They mm-hmm. want to gather up all these toys and items that they can get from their victims. What else? Do they have any other motivation? I think they enjoyed it. Yes, I, <laughs> I just think too. that they really enjoyed it. Uh, with maybe one exception, Ruby, the little girl. Right. She's not enjoying any. You of know, she would be sadism. like the Lisa Simpson of the family. The um, true. <laughs> the vegetarian. <laughs> that's true. Most likely. That's a good point. A vegetarian. Um. So yeah, revenge, supplies, pleasure, and just sadistic uh, awfulness um, across the board. Aesthetic. What did you think? Who was your favorite looking mutant? What did you think about uh, as a whole the way that they made these guys look? Oh, you know, I'm I'm um, forgetting names here. So you had I think there was Jupiter. There's, there's Goggle, who's kind of the guy with the big ears, who who who's one of the ones that actually goes into the trailer with Lizard. Lizard's kind of our alpha dude. Uh, Goggle is the big guy. Yeah, I, I think he's my favorite. Goggle. If I had to pick a favorite, the one that just you know, and granted they're all terrible. Right. But there was something a little bit more. Um, and I hate to use the word forgiving, but I, I think his, he's a little sympathetic, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, I think we'll get more into it in the ensemble, but his relationship with Lizard is comparable to Doug's and Big Bob's in a weird way. Oh yeah. Um, what about uh, the Big Brain? Did you like the Big Brain the way that looked? Oh, the guy in the wheelchair with just <laughs> right. like a huge head. Right. Um, or was that too goofy for you? No, it wasn't too goofy for me. I mean, I think they've set up. I mean, different types of mutants you're going to see already mm-hmm. true uh, <laughs> it's kind of humorous it is yeah and we'll talk about the way he goes it's a really fun way um what about lizard lizard is ultimately our, our alpha here he's the Ugh. one that is guiding everybody what what is his aesthetic what do they do with him to make him mutiny you know i, I think it's sort of just obviously the deformed face but did he also have like, like a super cleft lip a cleft lip thank you cleft, uh, yeah. Yeah. super nasty yes. which made his yeah. uh, lustiness and kissing up yeah. on Emily all, all the grosser Ugh, yeah. um, vocalizations what did you get what do you think about their their kind of like 
Well, it's interesting because there are certain times you can identify English words. Oh, yeah. Um, when, uh, what did you say, lizards yelling at him were to say, like, don't move. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of grunting going around here. They've almost uh, resorted back to a caveman yeah. type mentality slash dialogue. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they communicate as, as well as anybody else. Uh, does Ruby speak at all? I don't think she does. I don't think she does either, as far as I Just with her tell. eyes. Right. Yeah, no, she's very expressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you have kind of like the screech, howls, um, the grunts. Like you put it, kind of a, like a Neanderthalic communication. Yeah. Um, beyond that, it's kind of scary to hear them talk through the walkie-talkies. You know what I mean? Because oh, they're right. using this modern means right. of communication with this kind of archaic form. Yeah. Um, and they can barely string together sentences. Um, granted, the one that seems the most communicative is the deformed, you know, big brain, mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. brain guy, and he's the one that says, "Kill the baby." Although there is a moment, and I, when when Big Bob's back at the gas station, and he jumps into that station wagon, oh, and I believe it's um, Papa Jupiter, played by Billy Drago, R.I.P. Recently this year, Drago, and um, I think he says something to him, and it was, and I'd have to go back and rewatch yeah, it. I think he does something. say something that's pretty. Um, I can't remember what it is, but yeah, he does. Say identifiable. You're right. Yeah, but um, but I would say he he's not as deformed either. He's more almost yeah, like next gen. Yeah, to right. Bleed back to normalcy a little bit. Um, originality. Do we see things like uh, these mutants in any any other movie? And is horrific. Yeah. What, what do we see? Yeah, because ultimately I, this is a reboot. This um, is a reboot. Did of you West see the first Ravens one years ago? It? Yeah, I years can ago. Remember it. Um, I would say, and, and I'd, I'd have to look it up as far as the years go, but I'm not sure how familiar you are with, with the Wrong Turn um, film okay. franchise. That's after this, though, right? Is, Could it, it be? Before? Maybe this. Maybe this sort of set things into motion. Maybe not, though. I, I would. I would that. argue that that the in <laughs> the inbreds in that film resemble these guys a little bit. Uh, but are they inbred? They're not like nuclear. Well, I think it's a bit of both. Actually, that was three years prior. Wrong Turn is three years prior. So it's not super original in terms right. of how as they're looking. and aesthetics. Um, but in, in terms of, uh, I don't know, just the nuclear, uh, the rune by the nuke test, uh, I, I find that very unique to Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Granted, you yeah. got mutants elsewhere um, or inbred elsewhere. Um, or but both. And video games have certainly gone there in a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of incarnations. Resident Evil or, or, or um, The Last of Us, you could see some sort yeah. of uh, connections. Um, but when I think of... Like mutants in the desert. This is where you yes. go. I no, no, like no. I, I won't. I won't argue with that. The setting. It's its own right. beast, right? You're right. Um, okay, let's let's pop over to Slither. Let's talk about our big bad in Slither. Who are we dealing with here? <laughs> well, you know, this is another one of those uh, situations where you're like, well, who is the bad guy? Is it, in fact, uh, Michael Rooker's character, or is it what's ever inside of him? It's an amalgamation of the two. Correct. I feel like, would it have been as horrific had it gotten to somebody nicer? Like, look at it in Brenda. You didn't, like, turn... Oh, it, poor Brenda. And impregnates poor Brenda. her or whatever. But she's still, like, sweet inside there. Yeah. You see him being a dick at the top. Yeah, he is definitely the alpha. Right. The host, the main host. Uh, which which you, you learn later when they're all connected. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're right. I, I think there is something about his character that's sort of predatory. Absolutely. And uh, overprotective of his wife. Like, oh, yeah. Abusive, frankly. Mm-hmm. Which, when we get to Ensemble, I want to talk about her because she is a very complex character. Yes, she is. Me. I'm not exactly sure whether I like her or not. Yeah. Um, but I tried to. I mean, there are, there are there, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, what is his motivation? So ultimately, oh, initially, it's to control his wife, Starla, no matter what. Keep other dudes away from yeah, her. And then when yeah. he becomes, well, what, what do we call that thing? 
like the mega slither, the, the yeah. mega swarm. Um, does it have its own sort of? I think it does have an, a name, but I don't know how. I mean, I think you'd really have to like do some digging. Yeah. Let's just call him the the the, the host. Yeah. I mean, frankly, when we talked about the blob, this does have a lot of similarities with yeah. the blob too. Uh, the host, I like that. Let's call him yeah. the host. He's the the host, and what does it want? Uh, to eat. That's it, right? I think so. It's kind of like the blob in that it just mm-hmm. wants to consume, 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 yeah, and then it's going to go to another and planet, yeah, right? to to eat, consume, and maybe by doing so, it's yeah, taking over the entire. It wants to, I think, con- I don't know, completely. Yeah, but is it a matter of like ruling though? I don't think it wants to necessarily no, like, rule. No, no, it's world. like a virus. It, it's just spreading. Yeah, exactly. I do, I do see it more of like a virus, but it is interesting that it does have this like cognizance to it. It does have a sentience, you know. Oh right, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, beyond that, what about the aesthetic in all of its forms? We kind of have three. You do, forms. you do, and and James uh, Gunn did that on purpose. He wanted to do a horror film with many different like looks. Uh, yeah, so he sort of starts off. You know, just almost like zombie-like or infected. Then he let's talk about the egg, though. So ultimately, the uh, the main comet that comes mm-hmm. down, where initially Rooker gets kind of like yeah, it's like a blob, but but it has like it, it had a little aliens feel though to it too. The way that it opened up, yeah. Thing well, here here's a very up. interesting thing that it. How do I say this? I mean, I'm an adult who can say that <laughs> vaginal. It, it was very, very, <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Yes. But it, it, it was very. It was um. It, it was both. It was. Yeah, vaginal, and then you had the phallic the sort phallic, of thing coming out uh, yeah. there, like it was Correct. ejaculated out of. Because when it vagina, first like opens up, you're like, thing. "Oh, uh, right." <laughs> okay. No, that's a good way to put it. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. I, I can't think of that word where it's both sexes. Uh, yeah, um, um, but right. it's both sexes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what do you, what did you think about how Rooker initially looks when ultimately it, it starts like bubbling out of him? Did you enjoy yeah. that? Was I, that unique? I, it was very unique. I think so too. It was very unique. It wasn't like zombie e. No, no, no. And it was really interesting because you're 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 trying to decipher whether or not he's really in control. There's are there are times where he's speaking like in his own voice, and then there's times where he's just clearly being taken over. That's a good point. My question is, could anybody other than Grant's voice be spoken through? Do we hear anybody mm. as themselves? I think just, maybe just one just other. Brenda, right? Um, Brenda does speak as herself, but is she the same sort of? She has the uh, eggs yeah, in her. Yeah, she's more of like versus the other host. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe they can retain self, but the, the, I do feel like Peggy, or right the uh, uh, not the yeah the secretary ultimately at the police station. Yeah, right. Uh, Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher yeah. ultimately who was married to him at this time. Or yeah, they were married, married at this him. time. Yeah. Um, I feel like when she's talking to the sheriff, or maybe that's still Grant going through her. But I feel like hmm. when he asked, "Did you call the CDC?" Yeah, it was her. But I don't know. I'm that's, not sure. About no, that's that very interesting. Um, beyond that, what about the little slugs themselves? Awesome, great. They right? were so good. Those are iconic. They, they were so them. good. And, and this this movie did such a good job of blending practical and CG. And there are times where where you're looking at the the little slither guy mm-hmm. and you're thinking, is this practical or right? Like in the bathtub scene where it's crawling on the floor. But then when it's in her mouth, do you think that was I think probably that, practical? That was practical. That was practical. Yeah. When she smushes it, of course, mm-hmm. right? With mm-hmm. the, uh, what do you think about that method of, of destroying it with the... The hot the, curling iron? Yeah, the hot curling iron. I had mixed feelings about that one, sure. to be honest with you. Why didn't you just stomp it or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Why weren't more of them just stomped? <laughs> yeah, know? no, I know. I know. Like, none of them are stomped, right? Was I there think any it stomping? was kind of hard to tell if... Because at times they're slow like a slug, and then yeah. when they're in danger, they move really quickly. Right. 
So why does it have to go through the mouth? Because there is that scene of her in the tub, and yeah, you why didn't thinking, it find other orifices? That's all well, I'm saying. Right. You were thinking, oh man, this is so like an homage to Nightmare on Elm Street, and it had like a spermy sort of yeah, thing to it, it in that scene. It did. Uh, I was confused. Why does it have to well, be the I, mouth? You know, and not to to speak on behalf of James Gunn, but he he said when he wanted to make this movie, he was pitching to his brother. He wanted to make a horror movie, and his brother said, "What's the scariest thing you could think of?" And he said, "I'm picturing a woman with this thing that she can't control going into her mouth." And yeah. I think that's what scared him the most, and I think that's why he stuck to that. And that's one of the more affecting scenes, for sure. And there's something very interesting about the fact that, and even the mayor, who is a brilliant actor, I'm forgetting his, his name, um, he's so fun. He even says, what kind of a thing wants to be eaten? <laughs> <laughs> which that's is true. Which is brilliant, and it's also terrifying. Is it uh, Greg Henry? Yes. Greg Henry is uh, Mayor Jack McCready. He is fantastic. He, he has a lot of fun in it. I can't deny it. Um, but I think that's just it. I think it needs to go through the mouth to get to... Yeah, that's a good point. And if you remember... But we couldn't see it go anywhere else. Although, really. no, now... But now you know. that we're, we're arguing it, its initial um, entry, if you will, was not through the mouth. It was through Michael Rooker's chest. True, but isn't that like a different form? Right. I feel like that, that was... That was the like, actual like yeah, host or... The, the stamen the, in a flower sort of thing versus yeah, the yeah. pollen um, that are, are the That's true. squirmies. That's true. Um, so we talked about the vocalization. Ultimately, it's kind of cool to hear Rooker talk through everybody. Yes. Did they overdub his voice when other people were talking or were other people just doing his, a Rooker impersonation? Oh, interesting. Because I felt like especially the deputy, mm-hmm. the old boy that was uh, the sheriff's number yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Very funny guy. Really sounded like Rooker in the way that his cadence and just like tone. They could have really overdubbed it and then him. blended the two voices maybe. That, that's what I, I, th- I felt like there had to be yeah. something like that going on because it sounded so much like Rooker. Um, in terms of originality for our Big Bad and Slither, what do you think? I mean, it was awesome. It's awesome. It was awesome. But have we seen this before? Yes. You did bring up the blob. I feel like yes. it's a different incarnation of the blob. So there's also like other um, like hat tips to other 80s movies that you could look at, like um, Society, uh, where they're blending together. Oh, really? Which is that. terrifying. And, and there's also um, Night of the Creeps. It's body Snatchers, too, Body right? Snatchers. Um, Faculty, actually, was before basically this Basically, well. anything that... Um, Faculty's probably the Cronenberg closest was doing right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Faculty has those kind of squirmy things. That's true. Going through the ear, though, instead of the mouth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but, yeah. Um, I think the way that you had the three, and especially, like, when the people are impregnated and blow up to, you know, the size mm-hmm. of an air balloon, pretty much, that was super original. I feel like the look of the alien uh, was original, too. When you have Rooker at the end with the bodies going into him, though, I didn't feel like that was super. It was cool. It was very cool. It was awesome to look at. I hear you, though. You see that before. Um, and then, of course, the, the squirms I loved, but I do feel like they were reminiscent of other things we've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. But the bloated, big, impregnated characters, I'd never seen that before. Oh, man, Brenda. Just eat the meat and meet me. Give me a little piece of that possum, please. Oh, that was so disgusting. That was cool. And then when you see that her, basically, she's splitting at the seams, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's unforgettable scene. Let's go ahead and rank both of these right now, antagonists. All right. What do you give Hills Have Eyes? I gave Hills Have Eyes three. I give it a three point five. Okay. I did. I really find those guys terrifying. They are terrifying. Part. Even like the mother, who's not like a killer, who's just sitting there, 
big and gross herself. Yeah. Was she knitting? What was she doing? I she think was, you're right. I think uh, she was putting something together. Yeah, it was it was nasty. Um, I, I found them all very scary, personally, yeah. Yeah. Um, as bad guys and, and very iconic. Maybe not at the level of like a Chucky or a Freddy, but certainly the hills have eyes. People know what those fuckers look like. Watch my language. (laughs) You can do whatever you want. (laughs) Touche. What are we going to give Slithers? Well, I gave Slither four, but I understand probably why you didn't. You've seen this a lot, but I I just loved the different versions of this. You felt like you were watching um, zombies at times. Yeah, Um, that's true. Yeah, I I gave it a four. Again, not off originality. I know it's it's on there, but maybe the uh, aesthetics. Did you like the way the zombies moved, though, when they were implanted with the squirms? The um, movement of them? You, I take it you didn't. Uh, just not that I mean, original. Uh, twenty eight days later, you know. Sure. When sure. Even what, what, actually, twenty eight days later is in the first one to do fast zombies. Yeah. Uh, um, nevertheless, I just felt like it was. It was fun. It was yeah. fun, given that there are so many different forms. And now that I'm thinking about the zombie movement, we do hear Kaylee's family talk as themselves too. Yeah, so, you're right. So that's you're right. That solves that issue. But I give it a 3.5, so okay. I'm almost right there You're with you. You're tied. They are tied up here. Let's bust over to the ensemble of Hills Have Eyes. Um, what do you think in terms of character development? I, I didn't really think there was a lot. Nobody who has the best arc. Well, I th- um, let me go back and look at its uh, character names here. I think um, Doug. Doug. Doug's got far. the best, yeah, best arc. It goes from the ineffectual kind of pot-smoking, laissez-faire hubby to really kicking ass at the end in a yes. way. You don't yeah. normally see for like a nerd blossom, right? Correct. Because ultimately, that is kind of how he's. Yeah. Like just fight or flight. The dude yeah. stuck it out. Even, even when Big Bob's like, oh, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't shoot guns. He's a Democrat. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, what about Billy? Because Billy's kind of our secondary male lead in this. Um, the son of Big Bob. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I thought they set him up to be. I agree. I feel like his third act really fell off. It did. I mean, this kid's in the RV fixing the air conditioner. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've expected bigger things for him. Me too. Um, yeah. I feel like they dropped the ball on him. Uh, maybe there's an unrated cut I hadn't seen where maybe. You, get, you get more of it. But I felt like that third act with him and his sister Brenda mm-hmm. really didn't do justice for those characters and the way that they were set up as. And it really came the Doug show in that final one. Yeah. That's why he has yeah, the, best, the best arc. Um, anybody else that you like their character development? Uh did you care about the mom or Big Bob was okay, but there's no like growth, right? No, 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 no. In, in fact, Big Bob and I love Ted Levine. Yeah, he's he's awesome, but he's a retired detective, and he has a six shooter, and he's just shoot, he's just <laughs> shooting does. into the dark. He's <laughs> shooting willy nilly. That's my biggest problem with the whole movie. Oh, uh, just wasting his ammo like that. Yeah, I wrote yeah, that. I, I was like, like oh, what is he Bob, doing, Bob? I. Uh, yeah, that was silly. Save your bullets, dude. He might have just he just seen the ear in like the takeaway yeah. container. He might have just not been in the right headspace. Yeah, maybe. It's kind of unforgivable. Save I'm your, with you. On not that. even he didn't even see anything. He just heard things to shoot at it. Yeah, that was uh, a problem. Maybe that's only a... other character with a little bit of an arc is the mutant Ruby, right? Because she starts yes. off as kind of like. Well, you're, uh, you're scared of her. She's the one that's. that's doing all of the, right. the stalking. We get this awesome kind of... It's not first person. Is it ever first person? I feel no. like it's third person. It's kind of like a video game sort of. We see it's, the back of her head. Yeah. Which and, I, I did. In fact, I think or, the first time... You, well, I mean, not the first time you see her, but when she steals the blanket from the the red blanket mm. out of the, the car, I mean, she, she, you're thinking, oh, well, clearly she's not right. Right. And she's not right. Ultimately, but, she... But then she makes a, a very large sacrifice. That's true. The ultimate... One could argue that that's not right. 
you know. Right. But yeah, I mean, save that baby. She 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 did save the baby. Was here's the thing. There was redemption. Like there's still a human part of her. Yeah. No, that's true. And frankly, she did look the most normal, which is kind of like an ISQ sort of yeah. situation, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe that's why. Tragic. Maybe they were trying to tell you that you know she was kind of the middle ground, mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. find which one she's going to side with. But she does initially like totally submit to Lizard when he's being a jerk, and then yeah, well she's yeah she's scared ultimately. ultimately takes him down. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, beyond that, what it. about the relationship dynamics? Was there any any relationships that you liked in it? Um, the the relationships don't last very long. No, no. But, but I, don't you feel like the the uh, Big Bob and his wife, uh, Kathleen Quinlan, right? Yeah, he was a big shot. Yes. Um, that was kind of nice. There was that that felt real. They felt like a real couple. I, I agree with you. And he gave like callbacks to mm-hmm. this is how your mom was when she was younger. I yes. kind of like just he I actually believe their chemistry yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It was it was. Oh, that's just because they're top-notch that's actors. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, what about the uh, marriage between um, Doug and his wife? Didn't necessarily believe it. I really like her, though, yes. too. I feel like oh, she's yeah. a really strong performer, yeah. but she wasn't given... Yeah, she's from Hocus Pocus. Good enough. Oh, really? Is she the, the young girl in that? <laughs> she's not the very young girl. She's oh, the... I gotta rewatch the babysitter. Or, you know, She's great. Yes. But, yeah, I wanted more from her. She does seem just very uh, subordinate to him. She's mm-hmm. not given any depth in any way. Um, and then, of course, I guess the only other relationship of note you could say is between Billy and his sister because they kind of team up at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and they start off as just the classic brother and sister fighting. And she doesn't really want anything to do with the family. Well, no. he's kind of the opposite. He wants. Yeah, she's to. sunbathing in, right. after a car wreck. And that's that's actually character <laughs> development. So you have like that's true. The girl who doesn't want to be have anything to do with family, mm-hmm. and then is sucked into saving it at all costs. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, acting ability. Who's the best in Hills Have Eyes? Who sucked? Uh, well, yeah, that's that's kind of tricky. I mean, yeah. I don't necessarily think that um, Doug was the best actor. Oh, well, Solid... have you seen him before? Because I actually really liked him. Yeah, he's from X Men. Um, X Pyro. He's um, oh really? Aaron Stanford okay, is his right. name. He plays. Um, no kidding! I like him better in X Men Two. X Two. I know exactly. Not what a great movie. Now. No. Well, X Two is actually not bad. That's but not. I mean, it's Nicro. certainly better than the third one. But Pyro's right. kind of a weak point of X two. You're absolutely yeah, right in that. Yeah. Him and the uh, or Iceman's sort of dynamic. Exactly. Man, but yeah, that's besides I mean, the he's, point. Yeah, he's been around. He's he's done a lot of stuff. I dug him, but he wasn't like recognizable, no. which actually got me to invest more in his character. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, especially when 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 he like steps up and you know he's gonna get that baby back. Right. He does become sympathetic. He wants his baby back. I, I hate to say it because I loved Lost, but she was the worst in Lost and now she's the worst in this movie too. Yeah. No, am I wrong? No, I you're mean, not wrong. She's not like distractingly bad and given you know. what happens to her, it's, you know, very affecting, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I actually liked uh, the girl from Hocus Pocus uh, who played the wife that's so brutally murdered. Yeah. Um, her performance, even though it was smaller than mm-hmm. our more extended version of Emily Deravine. Um, diversity, do we have any people of color, any LGBT in this? No, right? Nothing. Nothing going on there. Wah, wah. Okay, let's pop back over to Slither. Let's talk about the ensemble of Slither, which is so fun, right? Yes. Uh, what are your highlights in terms of which... Do characters grow, though? This is where, like, I love them all, but I um, love them all because I knew these actors in a way I didn't quite as much in Hills Have Eyes. I don't think they grew. Maybe they grew closer together. Yeah. You know, between... Um, Nathan Fillion's character, Bill, and uh, Elizabeth Banks, uh, what's his name, Starla? Starla, yeah. Uh, you know, it's clear that he's in love with her. And yeah. 
And they have this fun little backstory about yeah. she wanted him to run away to Hollywood. Yeah, they've known each other since they were 12 and 14 yeah. years old. Um, but I would kind of resent her if I was him. I don't know why he is holding that torch for her, given mm-hmm. the fact that she's with, with Rooker, uh, who is not done up well. He looks rough and gruff, yeah. even as a human in yeah. this. The glasses right? are very creepy. Yes, they are. They're very creepy. Um his shaved head is off-putting in this. Even it though is. He, he's a, he, he, I think it's just, he has a weird head shape. But, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but but specifically in this character with those glasses, it just seemed like, yeah. oh, I'm not supposed like to like this guy. already kind of... Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God, that's the guy that lives on the block that right. you've got to stay away from. Across the street. Yeah. Um, definitely. I, I do think the principals are given a little bit of due in terms of their arc. Uh, they both grow to some degree, but I liked your point that they grow together more yeah, and than I would, individually. Yeah, I would say that about a lot of the characters. I don't think anybody really... Um, well, again, you know, in these movies, characters may not be around that very long, but they did have a lot of nice backstory, and they did have a lot of good dialogue and relationship. Yeah, like um, the dialogue Nathan, is super fun. Yes, the uh, yeah, just even in the beginning when they're when the the one cop's trying to. Uh, what is there, birds? Yeah. He's the, I could tell the speed yeah. of anything within <laughs> two miles per hour. Yeah. And Nathan Fillion's trying to sleep, and it's you could tell that they're close, but they're like they. They kind of hate. It's a love-hate relationship. Yeah, there's an implied connection. Yes, with a they've lot been of these together for a long time. That I really, I really did enjoy. Um, who I found the least developed was Kylie, even though she has one of the best scenes in it. She's oh, ultimately right. our secondary female lead, yeah. but she does. She gets kind of thrust in well, there yeah, in the second yeah, act. Yeah, right? I was gonna say you don't really, and I don't think you, you don't see her before. You then. don't see in before the, the bathroom, the bathroom scene, right? Yeah, I thought that was interesting. There could have been a quick scene, maybe got cut out. At the top with her and her mom. I would have liked to have been introduced to her. That's something I put. I really wish I had met her and her family prior. So yeah. when her mom comes out and barfs blood in her face, I care. Or more. even more uh, so, the dad who you're like, I guess that's the dad. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like her uncle, though. I feel like she called him the uncle at I some point, which remember. I was confused by. But you're... then her sisters, to me, that's one of the creepiest scenes when the sisters, even though it's kind of like a cheesy delivery with the with the youngest one, for some reason it really worked yeah. for me when she's at the... Uh, driver's side window. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And they're all just trying to implore her to come out. I, I don't know. Um, I, but I, I think it would have been more effective if we had met that family prior to it. Yeah. I mean, they. He, Jane, he does a good job of just kind of telling you, I mean, not who they are, but like what they're like. The Like the two little girls are reading goosebumps in bed. I mean, there's yeah. little details I, I oh, really yeah. appreciated. Did you think uh, he gave his wife and his brother enough? Because they're both in this, right? You got Jenna Fisher as Peggy, the secretary. Yeah. Was her character no fleshed enough for you? No, she was almost just a device right. to like you, relay information. And I feel like, as you mentioned, you still get a sense of who she is yeah, he, in, a, in he, a different way. Maybe it's just because we know her so well. He writes office, great but... characters. Yes, and he gives them really specific um, characterizations or humor or or lack of humor. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as as the. Uh, I don't know. Dispatcher will will say yes that um, she even her delivery is fun. Yeah, yeah, and I believe she's scared when the squirms start coming up. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was pretty decent. Um, and his brother does pop up there. Is I just uh, I don't know a sergeant or well, he's not the deputy. He's right, not the second he command, puts maybe his brother in everything. Uh, that guy's really funny. He is, and they look really similar. They do. He's in all. He's in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies as well. Who's in Guardians? Um, he, he's actually with Michael Rooker. He's like Michael Rooker's right hand. Oh, okay, all right. 
And then, of course, um, the mayor's oddity and the way that his self-interest is so evident to everybody yeah. in the town, I yeah. feel like it's, it's pretty decent character. I love his introduction. <laughs> Where he yeah. just says, move this car. Yeah. And then he looks over and the mom and daughter are there like, okay. Good day, man. Good morning, Mayor. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, intro. what about acting ability? Who hit for you? Who didn't hit for oh, you? Oh, Michael Rooker. That Michael guy Rooker's is awesome. fantastic. Yes. In everything he does. I completely agree. Um, and I think he actually created a character here, similar to how he creates an awesome character in, in Guardians. Mm -hmm. He's not always himself, which I can't say for Nathan Fillion as much as I love Nathan Fillion. I was just going to say Nathan Fillion is always Nathan Fillion. Always Nathan Fillion. Yeah. And I got to say... It's very likable. Very likable. Even Banks was still kind of Banks, right? Do you yeah. feel like she really created a character? Uh, no. No, I don't think so either. No, and in fact, I mean, it was a tricky character to play. Like you were speaking about earlier, but yeah, she's kind of static. Yeah, yeah. Kind of static. Um, yeah, she seems like every, maybe, I mean, she does create a character in Hunger Games. I'll give that one to her. Yeah, like that's true. Character. That's true. That, or in Pitch Perfect. I she's very like, funny. Thanks to me. I haven't seen Pitch Perfect. I gotta give her a shot. Um, actually, you know who I think is the best actress was Caitlin. Was our, our our young girl lead with yeah. the family. I really, th I believed her. I believed her terror in a yes. way that I didn't star Liz, really, you know? Um, I, I got to give that actress credit. What is it? Kaylin is played by? Uh, I think she's got a tricky name, but or I'm sorry, it's Kylie, not Kayla. I don't know why I call her that. Tanya Solnier. Yes. Solnier. Kylie. Solnier. Yeah. She. As soon as she comes on screen, um, or that scene rather, she kind of commands, like, you know, takes over. Right. And, and, and then when she's being surrounded, I was thinking, there's no way they're gonna kill her. They they just got a good character on screen. There's no way they're gonna kill her off. So you knew that. Like she jumps up onto the roof and then right. she gets down. I'm like, no, 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 no. This, this is a character that probably should have been introduced earlier, I know. That's but her did a problem. really great job. She did do great. She, I mean, she kept it cooking for mm -hmm. me um, mm -hmm. as it went along. Um, okay, so beyond acting ability, diversity, and Slither, not so much, right? There are a couple diverse characters. Okay, there characters. are. I missed them. Where, where were yes. they? So when they're out on their, let's call them their posse, yeah. when they're out there looking for Michael Rooker, there's a really great side character. Okay, that's right. <laughs> He's that's very right. funny. I don't think oh, that's right. We might get his character name. He's not a cop, though, right? No, he, I would say he's probably like a volunteer I deputy. See. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He was fun. He was fun, and he actually he's the most fun zombie to watch move. The way that he yes. moves is really kind of yeah. He interesting. was he was good. Looks like his character's name may have been Dwight. Dwight. Um. Oh my God. What? I don't know why I I didn't notice this, but wait, <laughs> I knew Michael. Michael Rooker's name is Grant. Mm -hmm. Did you know his character's name is Grant Grant? No. That's yeah, ridiculous. I'm looking on IMDb right now. It's Grant Grant. That's silly. It's really silly. Uh, I mean, ultimately, he plays the two characters within the one. So I kind there of been a, there works, I been a, Yeah, That's I don't strange. Know. That's very bizarre. <laughs> um, okay, let's, let's rank them. Yes. Ensemble four. Hills Have Eyes. Hills Have Eyes. Ensemble, I gave it two. I gave it three. Okay. With the exception of De Ravine, I yeah. really liked everybody, and yeah. I thought that the monstrous people were were scary and didn't like. No, they were. It up, they were. Know? No, 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 they were. I, I think I was looking mo mostly. I mean, there's like no diversity in this. Right. That and is. I was a problem. looking at the character development. Is mm, mostly Doug. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I had I some issues. I think they could have. I think they could have. Um, I cared about the family though. I don't know why. That's but I true. Actually, really cared about that family for some reason. I felt like there was enough like strange interpersonal and the characters were varied enough that I actually like bought it as a unit. Well, I think it was because they were bickering. They yeah. did a really good job yeah. of not just painting this That's perfect true. family. 
Yeah, I'm with Which you. Which was just more relatable. Like, I, I mean, families don't, they're not lovey. True. Not all the time. <laughs> no, they're not. Families, are, especially on a road trip. Right. I thought that was a really good it way of. It felt real to me. Yes. It did. Um, so, yeah, I dinged it for the lack of diversity and yeah. how many did I mean? Um, and then what did you give Slither? I, I gave Slither uh, four. <laughs> oh, my God. You love your Slither. I, I do love Slither, but I loved these characters. Yeah. I, I love them, too. But as we talked about, there is I not know. that growth there. No, there no, no, no. A lot of they were just all on. so likable. They are so likable. Like from Brenda, who is not a good person. Right. She's the no, one who approaches him at the karaoke bar. Yeah. But you still like her. <laughs> yeah. No, I really did. Yeah. Especially even when she's so bloated. How's my baby? When she's like, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. Such a great line. <laughs> there's something wrong with yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly good. It is. I just, yeah, I get a little distracted when you have. I get it. No, I I, I get it. Maybe I'm being biased. Like, I, I just really... Would it have been a better movie if you didn't have such comedy-centric actors as the lead? You know what I mean? If they kind of like rooted more in the horror. Interesting. I don't know. It, probably not, but. Oh, that's an interesting point. Uh, I gave it a three. So you gave it a four. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Onward and upward. We talk about the surviving characters, the iconic nature of them. So we kind of talked a little bit already about how, how Doug's an interesting surviving character, but he doesn't really do it on his own. He does kick serious ass, but as noted, Ruby's really the one that saves the day for yeah, him. Yeah. He would have been spread out on the desert floor there yes if it wasn't for because he was about to be shotgunned by oh, lizard yeah. right yeah um what in terms of the other two who survive we have brenda and billy the brother and sister mm -hmm. what did you think about their uh setting a trap in, yeah in the uh, i think trailer? that was sort of the justification about saying that these characters were a little bit more clever like but like I was who saying earlier. That? that was Billy, right? Well, right, the guy who fixes the air conditioner. That's and, uh, right. Right, yeah. so it's got to be him, right? Is Brenda redeemed at all? Not really. Brenda? Although she does no. come up with, I think, the idea of blowing up the RV, or the mobile home. Okay. I think that is her idea. All right, so about, he figures out how to do it. Yeah. So she's the idea woman, he's the application she, man. She does, she does, she's pretty strong um, as far as like a character that, yeah. you know, her whole family was just wiped out. Right, but she's not like final girl strong. You know what no. I mean? She's not. I wouldn't give her that iconic. I wouldn't actually give any of them iconic. No. As, as I mentioned prior to this, I had seen it before, mm -hmm. but I didn't remember a lot. But as I was watching, I loved it and found it super horrific, but for some reason, it like, didn't stick in my brain. We talked about maybe because yeah. it's too horrific at times, and yeah. I just like erased it. Um, but let me ask you this. Have you ever read any Jack Ketchum? No, I haven't. So Jack Ketchum wrote this really great book, I think in like 1980, called Off Season. Okay. Based off the, you know, he wrote this really great story. And if, if you've read this book, there are so many parallels between this, uh, this horrific scene. And I think I read this book around the same time I saw this movie because that scene in the mobile home, I, I could walk you through it. It's, it's tattooed on my brain. Oh, really? Yeah. The rest of the movie, though, you know, there are scenes that, well, I don't remember that. I don't remember him shooting off into the dark. Yeah, I didn't remember that either. Silly thing. I actually, I love the final sequence uh, or pre well, the climactic sequence where he is taken on Goggle, mm -hmm. um, where Big Brain's there in the background, kind of rooting him on. I love that sequence, but I hadn't remembered that. Yeah. And the American Flag thing. What did you think about that? A little too over the top. Yeah, a little, little bit. A little bit. Uh, I, I do remember some of those scenes too, like just the the blown out um, 1950s style. Italian. Oh, with the mannequins everywhere. Yes. We'll get to that with yes. the settings for yes. sure. Um, but I did also like the dog chopping Big Brain or the insinuation that the dog was going to rip Big Brain apart right, there at the end. Right. I, I, the dog's a final dog, right? Right. There were, there were two die. dogs. 
One dad at the top. Yeah, but you remember the other one's name is Judy. I think. Beauty and the Beast. I'm pretty Beauty? sure. Beauty? Beauty and the oh, Beast. Oh, man, yeah. when they're yelling it, I... I'm pretty sure it's Beauty and the Beast. Uh, That's better. Because I know the other one was was Beast. So I'm pretty sure it was Beauty. Um, beyond that, uh, as we mentioned, Ruby saves the day. So it is nice to have a female character ultimately save the day. And now that you're telling me that it was Brenda's idea to even blow up the trailer. I, I thought to give so. both the girls onto the credit for survival. Yeah, you're right. But in terms of the iconic nature of that, I'm not so sure. Determination to survive? I mean, yeah. I mean, they had all of it. I mean. Does Doug want to live before he loses his wife and then it's all about his baby? It's a tough one. Pothead, like, doesn't seem motivated. Well, right. They're taking taking cracks at his profession. Yeah. Or big. uh, What did he say? No, he's. He's not a cop. Right. He's like, I'm in uh, telecommunications. That's right. He I sell cell phones. Cell phones. <laughs> That's right. Which, in 2006, you know, cell phones weren't as popular. I don't even think the iPhone came out yet. That may have been 2007. But the point is, they were something to, like, joke about. True. Yeah. Um, and also, even though it's not a surviving character, I, this is where I wrote down, Big Bob doesn't want to live the way he's shooting that ammo everywhere. No. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at no. all. No. Um, and I also do think Brenda, Emily Levine, she did show she wanted to live. I feel like she maybe even wanted oh, to live yeah. more than Billy at that point. Yes. Billy was sort of almost like reckless in his acts um, after he loses his dad, which is insane. <laughs> Terrible scene. Um, so we kind of talked about their acting ability. Of our final three, who did you like the best? I'm sorry. Out of the, the, out of the perform- final, final figures. So we have perf- Doug, Brenda, yeah, Billy. Yeah, I'd say Doug. Doug, yeah, yeah. I think Doug was the best. Because, again, he did have the most growth. Yeah, and as noted... Not really super iconic, right? These are not no. characters' names you're going to remember. No, no, that's why I'm having. Do a t- you know their last names? I don't, even, I don't even think so. I don't even know if they've. No, they're 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 not even listed. <laughs> Papa, I mean Papa Jupiter has more of a, a last name yeah. than. No, the names of the mutants are great. Yes. Um, let's pop over to Slither. Talk about the surviving characters there. Who do we have? Well, we've got Nathan Fillion, we've got um, Banks. And then the the actor you just mentioned from the the tub, uh, Kylie, uh, Kylie uh, her yeah. real name, I'm forgetting now, uh, Tanya. Right. Tanya. What happens to her? I feel like I lost track of her after she's like, "But don't leave me alone. I want to come with you." I think you're right. I think and we then do you lose don't track. See I, what happens with her? Right? I know that they're running around outside of the house. By the pool, and then he takes on the tentacles because when the grenade thing doesn't work, which is right. a funny scene. But yes, very funny scene. But uh, she must be outside of the house still. Do we see her after that, though? No. The last time we see her, um, Nathan Fillion is rolling around on the ground. He flips up the front doormat where that guy spits oh, yeah. acid at yeah, him. Yeah, cool. Shoots him. great. We didn't <laughs> yeah. The and then... And then a lot of zombies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he saves Tanya. And then that, I think she disappears because then he goes into the house. Yeah. But doesn't she say, I want to come with... I'm like she crazy. Might. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So she was kind of given short shrift at the top and the bottom, mm-hmm. sadly, uh, for the romantic pair. Um, beyond uh, Kylie, or yeah, Kylie, um, let's talk specifically about Starla. Um, what did you think about her? Is she iconic in, in lasting as she did? I loved her stabbing the mirror thing in his face. I thought that was a good yes. means of at least staying alive for a half a second. Um, but I did not like the way that um, what, what's the what's the cop's name? Um, Billy. Or, Billy. Uh, I did not like the way Billy 
saves the Bill. day. Sorry, Bill. Bill, Bill our, our Sheriff Bill, when he uses the gas tank, yeah. it seemed way too easy to me. It was good graphics or whatever, good effects, but yeah. it was implausible. You and know at least I mean? he still gets stabbed in the moment. He doesn't come out unscathed. And there's no way. I mean, you see in the tentacles, like the gas, like yeah, getting like, sucked bulging in. within the tentacle. And that wouldn't have happened, I don't no. think, right? Unless Not with it's gas. like the thinnest tentacle ever, and then that wouldn't have made sense. No. That kind of brings it down a peg for me in mm. terms of like the end. I had a problem with the way that they blew him up, even though it's fun. It's I get just, it. I get it. It takes away from the whole, most iconic horror sort of aspect to it for me. Um, and in terms of uh, Sheriff Bill and Starlet, are we remembering them? Yeah, a little bit more, I would say, than the hills. Yeah, and, and you know what's interesting about um, Starla is that she's dressed in white. So much of this movie. She even has like that, um, let's call it a nightgown that she's wrapped up in, like when she's wrapped up by him. Yeah. And then when they leave the house at the very end, she had put on like another white robe. Why doesn't she just run it? for the hills when she wakes up in bed? And she know. hears all the grossness downstairs. Well, there's there's a moment where I don't know if she thinks she's being a good wife, but when she's looking at Grant Grant, right. that she <laughs> um, she even still sees something in his eyes that's really him. So yeah. I guess we're supposed to believe that she can't abandon her husband. So she did legitimately love him. That's something we didn't actually talk I about. I think I think so. So she wasn't just a gold digger. I don't think so. I think she actually loved him. I also think she feels some sort of uh, responsibility. Okay. You know? For what happened to him? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, because she didn't put out that night is why <laughs> yeah. he gets impregnated. Uh, um, which is a very interesting um, trigger. Yeah, we can talk about the deeper meanings of that one. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, okay, let's go ahead and rank them pentagram-wise. What would you give Hills Have Eyes for surviving characters? Surviving characters for Hills Have Eyes, a three. I give it a 2.5. Okay. Um, and then for Slither? I feel like we just keep, like, uh, as much as I like Slither, I think we were poking holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laugh that I gave him four. A four? Wow. I <laughs> and I know, I know that's why I'm laughing is because I was thinking, I think you're right, but I don't want to change my score. No, that's um, fair. I actually did. I had a three for uh, Hills Have I, and I just dropped a 2.5 while we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know what? I'm going to ding it. It was pretty funny that's to see fair. the house all boarded up, though, too. <laughs> um, I mean, in the direction we're going, I kind of think that's probably what should be remembered more. But let's yeah. see. We still got two more categories. Yes. Uh, break down the setting for me of Hills Have Eyes. Well, the Hills Have Eyes was sort of, um, I don't want to say groundbreaking, but even the original that the fact that it was set in the desert. I don't think the, there had been... The mines. What about My Bloody Valentine? Isn't that a mine one? It is in the mine, yes. Okay. Is that before or after? Because um, I've only seen the new reboot, the 3D I one. I think My Bloody Valentine came out after okay. the right. original. Okay, all right. So it is more OG. Um, I think when Wes Craven made this movie, he was actually given the direction from his friend who said, I want you to create a horror film. He, 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 this guy and his wife were living in Vegas. He's like, and set it in the desert. And so then Wes Craven's like, all right. So... Very impressive with what he came up with, um, but very memorable. Very memorable. Very, like, I loved it. Yes. I love this. I can't think of another, like, desert horror. Maybe Rob Zombie kind of taps into a couple, um, a couple I, of those The zones. only other thing that's coming close are these um, Australian films. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm losing, I can't remember right now, but there are a couple... Um, but you know it's Australia, <laughs> so it's like the outback. But it, it feels and and this was done within like the last ten years, so it's not like I, I think I know the, I know one Australian film you're talking about. It's the it's the guy from the UK office, who's also Bilbo Baggins. I want to say 
where he's carrying around his baby. Oh right, that was movie. that was Cargo. Cargo. That's on. Yeah, that's on Netflix. This movie. Oh man, I'm, it's gonna drive me crazy. It'll come to me. But but it was probably inspired by this. Yeah. You know. What is the scary? I mean, we've both driven through the desert, right? We've driven Chicago to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing scarier than driving through the desert for me. If yeah, something it, goes bad in the desert, I feel like that's the worst place. Yeah, it's, for me, it's bad. sort of like the equivalent of flying over an ocean. You know, just you feel you don't you can't feel safe. Right. And, and you you should be able to, but you can't because if something goes wrong, you can you're just walking for gas. You could easily. Yeah, and I think there have been so many other movies, not necessarily horror, that have shown us how cruel the desert can be. Yeah, hot during the day, cold at night. Um, and not only that, I feel like they did a, a well to kind of give us a utilization of space. We go kind of around the desert and see kind of different aspects of the desert between the mine, um, and then you get to see the gas station up close and personal when Big Bob starts to you know scrounge through it. Um, but I really enjoyed the town the most, the nuclear fallout town, yeah. where you have the mannequins to make them feel, I guess, normal. Like mm-hmm. there's actually life ar- around them, even though it's these mannequins i it, it i was, like that look. it was haunting it, it was. was a ghost town right yeah. um but for other reasons but like they're already kind of demented and, and ruined but then i feel like if you see that sort of thing it's only adding on to their psychosis you know what yes. i'm saying i feel yes. like it wasn't helping them no human. it you, was actually doing the opposite it, exactly and, and oh my god you're you finally come across a town and it just it's almost like a, a joke yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> An oasis, if you will. Somewhat, yeah. And there's sad humor there. Fake humans there. <laughs> uh, so I think this is one where Slither might have a little bit of trouble stacking up against, to be honest with you, because when we talk about the setting here, is there anything new going on? What do we have? Did you know the name of the town? Because I looked at it, it's in South Carolina. And I remember there's a banner, but I'm not sure if it was like the festival's name or the town's name, Henan Topper or something. Oh man, yeah, it was like the, the for the deer hunting. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think the town is ever explicitly named, but it's a South Carolina town, so we have a southern town. Um, what did you think just about the aesthetic as a whole? Um, I you know I liked it. It kind of reminded me of the Blob again. Yes, uh, definitely. Comfortable, untouchable, right? Perhaps a little backwards because we do see the Confederate flag really mm-hmm. early in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, Unwelcome to outsiders. Correct. I was going to say small enough where I bet I imagine everyone knew each other's names. Which you see the mayor and he's no, right. he knows the people walking down the main street and and Starlin knew the deputy's name. Like yeah, yeah. Well, and then yeah, I mean, Bill and and, and he, they grew up together. Yeah. Right. So or or the. Uh, the girl Brenda, she had a crush on Michael oh, Rooker. I mean, right. everything was connected. You were nothing more than ten, he said at the time. Yeah, I was still game. <laughs> yeah, that was. She's great. That Brenda, Brenda was, great. was. We should have given her more of a big up. We should she have. Is, she's pretty hilarious. Oh, have you very seen her funny. anything else? I don't. I mean, I don't think so. She was familiar, but one of those character actor. I, I right. Couldn't place her. Sort of familiar. Right. Um, Just you, we do go all over the town, though. You got to give the utilization of space uh, some credit on that one. Um, yeah, you, you do. There are a ton of different um, locations within here. I mean, the the open field where uh, they're, they're they find him. Right. The forest where Michael Rooker finds the, the, egg. the egg. I mean, the, the karaoke bar that was mo- right. the most depressing thing. They squeezed a lot into it. True. Yeah, but yeah, also, I guess, to make you feel that um, everything was really still pretty close. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and let's rank these. Yeah, um, What are we going to do in terms of Hills Have Eyes? The Hills Have Eyes settings a four for four me. Four for me, too, yeah. for sure. Slither? Uh, three. I give it a 
because I did feel like the uniqueness wasn't really there. Small town is a little overplayed, but I mean, what, what else are you gonna do? So sure. You can't fault it too much for that. Let's quickly talk about the deeper meanings because we do. Yes. Um, okay, so what was the deeper meanings that you saw with Hills Have Eyes? The deeper meaning here for me was um, obviously common commentary on American culture, but uh, maybe the destruction of the family. Oh, you know, okay. like the, the nuclear the, families dissolving the, here yes. in the aughts. Nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. <laughs> um, yeah, the destruction of the American dream. Mm-hmm. That's I think, you know, it they blown up. Right. I mean, the obvious, the surface ones are the unintended side effects of warfare, pushing the boundaries of science too far. Um, you got the haves versus the have-nots on display in like the most stark way yeah. ever. Um, it's not even about class, I would say, because I don't even think the mutants are like conscious of like class issues. No, it's more about like a meaning to life sort of thing. These people have a sense of a purpose that the mutants right. really don't. Um, the resentment that bubbles up from that. Um, and also just the implications of how one looks in this world, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, just beauty as a whole, I think was something um, that you could talk about there. Yeah. Um, and in terms of what in commentary on the times in 2006, the 12 coal miners die in oh. mine disaster near West Virginia. Um, and then wow. Iran refuses to do uh, UN inspections over their nuclear bombs. So this is when we really start getting spooked about Iran having the nuclear bomb, which obviously has that connection. Yeah, there. big time. Um, lasting impact. Do people remember Hills, Hills of Eyes? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Not maybe as much as other ones, but I mean, I think unfortunately they're gonna they're gonna always compare it to the original, which I think this one's slightly better than the original. Yeah. Why is there no sequel? There is a sequel. There is? There's a so sequel. this 2006 one? Yes. Oh, I It actually starts off with the military stumbling upon, uh, oh. for like for training. It's it's fun. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to check that out. Then let's, you got any personal connections to it or? No. I, I remember renting it and just, yeah. and being just sort of scarred by the. the Are there deeper meanings in Slither? Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah. For, for me, the thing that jumped out the most was that you've got these, um, hive-minded slaves eating raw meat, specifically red meat, Mm -hmm. and never being able to fulfill that hunger. No matter how much they consume, they're just always hungry, and they're getting fatter and fatter. So this is like a commentary on like Americans. On Americans, yeah. We're never going to be happy sort of thing. No. We're going to continue to just like eat our surroundings (laughs) to our own demise. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I do think there's the obvious sexually transmitted disease sort oh, yeah, of stuff going yeah. on. Um, and like you mentioned, the idea of groupthink being problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe like to a lesser degree, like they should have followed their dreams and gone away to Hollywood. Yeah. You know? I don't know. That's a little weaker, but um, <laughs> I couldn't find anything um, in 2006 that really related to it. Well, if you think about the time, I think Bush, hmm. George W., was already into his second term and I think people were just sort of fed up with all of the um just, I don't know the the killing and, and the wars and, and right. yeah and the lies and okay I think that's where this fell as far as what was going on you do and have the corrupt mayor corrupt so mayor makes sense. um yeah um in terms of lasting impact I think this kind of set guns trajectory there's oh yeah really kind of would yeah. you say this is his most popping moment I, I saw his movie lollipop prior to that but Oh, did he have anything? I don't know that. Uh, no. I just know that you know, he followed this up, I think, with that uh, Rain Wilson movie, which was really, really fun, uh, where Rain Wilson thinks he's a superhero. What is that? I can't oh, think of the name. Oh, I can't think of that one either. Yeah. But that is good. Um, 
And of course, as, as noted, we can see a lot of overlap between the character development and tensions he, he is able to pull off in Galaxy down the line as well, Guardians down the line. What do we grade them, pentagram-wise? Um, let me just pull this up. For deeper meaning, um, I gave Hills of Eyes a three. Me too. And I gave um, Slither a three. I gave it a two. I, okay. didn't, I didn't see it. But now that you mentioned that, I would have probably bumped it up with just like the uh, insatiable consumerism. And then finally, let's do up the Fright Factor right quick. Uh, yeah. Kill counts in Hills of Eyes, 12, including the dog. Quality of kills, I found exceptionally awesome graphic kills. Uh, probably the most affecting is Lynn's um, in the trailer where she's shot in the head after stabbing him in the foot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. You notice any music in Hills Have Eyes? Uh, yeah. You did? Okay. Well, well more of like a droning, um, when, when I'm trying, Goggles, when he first says now into the walkie-talkie, this um, really intense like drone sort of like underscores the thing. It was pretty haunting. Yeah, I guess I kind of missed that. I noticed the great soundtrack in Slither more than yeah. any sort of uh, music design within Hills Have Eyes. And then in terms of uh, the scariest scene, what was the scariest scene for you in Hills of Eyes? Oh, then, I mean... The trailer scene, right? Yeah, the trailer scene, but like that. specifically kicking it off with, with uh, the, the fire of just being burned. Yes, the distractionary techniques. They were like, you know, almost soldiers themselves in the way that they did attack. They would always distract before they'd come in. They do that later, yeah, too. Yeah, they've got the, they've got the um, binoculars and the walkie-talkies and right. the, uh, the, the, the spikes that actually blow up the tires to begin with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's pop over to Slither. Fright Factor and Slither. We have 140 kills. <laughs> I want to thank Dead Meat again for that kill count because I would have never wow. been able to do that one. No, the whole time was practically dead at the end of the Pretty much, yeah. Quality of kills? Fantastic. Pretty great, right? Yeah. Pretty gross. Uh, the guy whipped in half is probably Whipped in half is probably the most the iconic kill. Yeah. Exploding Brenda right Exploding after that. Exploding Brenda is so good. And of course, people willing to attach Disgusting. themselves to Grant. Again, a gun knows what he's doing with soundtracks. He really hides that in Guardians. Um, and then in terms of the scariest scene for you? Uh, you know, as far as, um, there, there were a couple moments that kind of like had me on edge where, um, the basement scene where, uh, Elizabeth Banks first goes down there and finds all the dead animals. I thought yeah. that was very scary. Yeah. Um, more so than finding human parts. I thought it was, right. it was very disturbing. Yeah, the carcasses of the dogs. Yeah. Like, hollowed out. Mm -hmm. That was super nasty. And the Brenda scene, it's very disgusting, but it's also pretty freaking scary like when you first see her and you're disgusted but it's also funny in a weird right. way but it's still very unsettling yeah uh, I'm with you I, I gotta say I mean granted it is the is the trailer moment but the bathtub yeah just cause yeah. does that Freddy thing but like with even a scarier thing to me a biological entity about to pop into her um, that did it for me so uh, let's add them up Actually, we didn't rank that one. Fright uh, Factor, for Fright, Fright Factor. Factor, for Hills of Eyes, I gave a four. Uh, Fright Factor for Hills of Eyes, I believe that I gave that a four, too. And then Slither, I gave a three. Slither, I'm going to have a 2.5 on this one. Okay. Um, 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 um. Is it obvious? I don't know. I think we got to do the math. Yeah, well, my math, okay, that. for Slither, my total is 21. Uh, for Slither, my total is... <laughs> well, math is never fun. I mean, I maybe, maybe for some people, they they get really psyched to do math. <laughs> I don't. 
I have uh, 15.5. What did you have? Whoa, 15.5 Slither. on Slither? For Slither, yeah. I've got 21, but I was giving it fours like it yeah, was my I was, job. I was digging it. I was digging it. I think then that might end up winning. So, okay, so what do I have for Hills of Eyes? For Hills of Eyes, I've got a 19. <laughs> 20 I'm 20 well, we sh- you should add music underneath <laughs> no, this like, cut that out <laughs> yeah or cut it out okay or so 20 music. plus what for Hills of Eyes for Hills of Eyes oh no I gave Hills of Eyes a, uh, I think I I just closed my computer for Hills of Eyes I gave it a 19 okay so we have 49 for Hills Have Eyes and what did you give 21 for Slither and you gave it a 15 and that equals 26.5 so the bell is rung the most iconic of the year is the hills have eyes i think it's a, a surprise yeah. i think you were probably anticipating slither i was anticipating um, slither i ended up liking hills have eyes a little bit more in terms of iconic horror i think maybe because the humor might have detracted from the horror a little yeah. bit um in slither but uh, i want to thank you for being part of this podcast thank where do people so follow you what do they um head over to instagram at uh, set and horror and that will link you to my podcast. It's on all platforms. You can do the same for my other weekly podcast called Monster Pulse. That's at Monster Pulse. Or you can find both of those at cmonsters.tv. Um, that's C with S-E-E. And uh, head over to YouTube, youtube.com slash cmonsters, and find our um Horror comedy shorts. Spooky shorts. Spooky shorts. More to come. We're actually yeah. going to be uh, doing a read-through for one right now. We're heading there right now. Um, and if you want to support the podcast, go ahead and check out my media hub at parasociable.com. That's spelled P-A-R-A-S-O-C-I-A-B-L-E.com. I'm going to make sure it's spelled <laughs> these days. And of course, um, tomorrow, actually, Computactual is releasing their third album, They Would Know It Is Us, or They Would Know It Was Us. So be sure to check that puppy out. Um, and until the next time, the bell has rocked.